What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of In Flight Entertainment, a Seat When He Travels podcast. My name is Colton Smiley, and today we've got a great show for you guys. I was joined so graciously by Ryan and Shelby Reynolds from the Two Bucket Listers. These two are a ton of fun. I met them in Nashville, and today we discuss all about their exciting plans to travel around the globe for a year, their previous travels, and some of the amazing projects that they're working on. So stay tuned and enjoy the episode with Ryan and Shelby Reynolds from the Two Bucket listeners don't forget to subscribe on apple podcasts and spotify also one note this is my first time ever using zoom so please excuse some of the audio bugs i'm working on it enjoy the episode guys what's up guys hi how are you (laughs) good what have you guys been up to it's the age of quarantine and we've all been home yeah, so that's us. we have been home yeah. we don't like yeah. it but yeah. we're home we were uh we were supposed to be flying back from hawaii today so oh you uh, were <laughs> yeah. yeah uh that was trip number one and then we rescheduled it for the end of june um but that's also not going to happen because no. the quarantine is still going on um, and it's expected to go through July, so we don't know. So that's heartbreaking. It's kind of disappointing. Ah, <laughs> oh, I thought you like. I know a while ago you told me that your trip for Hawaii was supposed to be in like sometime in the near future, but I didn't realize it was canceled. That sucks. Yeah, we. Um, this we're this not is, saying that it's canceled. Just it's holding out. Rescheduled. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, Effectively canceled. The hope that I had two months ago that we would be able to take the trip has effectively gone completely away. So, uh, yeah, it's it's not super exciting to think about at the moment, but we'll get to go at some point. Yes, yeah, some point in time. I mean, come on, it's not like this will last forever, but I feel that pain. Like reading all about Hawaii being closed until July first, and I was supposed to go there in July too. Like I, I feel you guys are saying completely, yeah. but yeah. um. We met at the Kara and Nate party, the 100th country party, like at the end. Literally (laughs) at the very end, in line. Yeah. Ready to leave. Yeah. They were like shoving people out the door. (laughs) Yeah. And I I think I was there for 13 hours too. I was there literally all day. Like, and I never saw you guys (laughs) till the end. But, well, you, you were at the very front of the line and we were more towards the middle. So, yeah. I think there were a lot of people. There were, yeah, there were so many people. Yeah. There. Yes, so many. And I think I, I went back a few days ago and I actually watched the story that they put on their Instagram and I was like, oh, look, I see people that I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's so crazy going and like being on the Facebook page for the party and you're like, I actually have met these people. And like, I know. I know. Yeah. It's so weird. And like, I love, do you guys still, do you guys still like look at that page, like the Facebook page kind of? Yeah, yeah I do. It uh, pops up on my uh, newsfeed all the time. People post on it constantly. Yeah. Like, I love it. It's And Kara, I think, actually said a while ago, like, one of their trips uh, or one of their, like, paid trips that they did, like, you know, like, their group trips, they uh, made a group and they were, like, talking for years now yeah. on I can it. definitely see that, especially with just, like, how many people connected at the party. Like, if yeah. we went on an actual trip together, it would just be so much more, like, we would just be so much more connected and, like, mm-hmm. be so much better friends, too. Yeah, I love it. But um, 
obviously everybody at the party was like-minded. Everybody was kind of travelers, if, if not just obviously interested in travel. But um, YouTube obviously is another huge part of this whole thing. And you guys are just starting, and I'm so happy for you guys. I love your first vlogs. Even oh my, my mom likes your vlog. She, I love your mom. She commented okay. on it. No, that was that was my mother. I was like, wow. Oh, so it's, it's so embarrassing <laughs> to like watch it back and Literally realize that I'm the worst camera person in the history of no. camera people ever. You guys are new. It's okay. It's not a big deal. Realize that I did that for 30 days and that <laughs> our first like 20 to 30 vlogs are going to be like that because I can't go back and change it now. And so um, <sighs> I've got some learning to do before I <laughs> <laughs> talk about amateur camera cameraman skills and uh, yeah. amateur editing 100%. It's a, you got to start it's somewhere though. Yeah. It's been a fun learning curve. It's taken me almost a full year to get up the courage to edit them but that's the okay we're out there and the band-aid has been ripped off i think they look really really good for your first vlog i i really appreciate it because yeah. it took me a very long time <laughs> i can imagine like that even like the the intro and everything i was like wow like this is that was a whole debacle yeah. but i wasn't that was my one thing kind of i was like i am not gonna put this out there and then like next year we'll be doing something i'll be like i want like a different intro like i want a good intro like that is the one thing that i wanted to start with and like be able to keep it yeah for as long as we were traveling yeah yeah and we can kind of just change the insets and the like intro like some of the squares and stuff the more places we go um but yeah that's that, so cool that was such a process it would get created and then the computer would like freeze and delete it and <laughs> it was, i did, fortunately didn't have to do that uh, <laughs> there were a lot of times where i was in the other room and i'd be like ah! and i'd be like i don't even want to know i don't yeah. want to know what happened i, yep. I stayed away from that for sure. i know that pain the computer just doesn't want to be your friend and all you want to do is just finish an ed a video like it's just so yeah i feel that but you, you use adobe right adobe premiere or final cut i've been using imovie wow I've not pulled the plug on um final cut pro yet well and i because I want to get a new computer and I just want to like get the computer and start with Final Cut Pro when I do that and like not do all this on my crappy computer that I'm using right now <laughs> storage and it's like your disk is almost full your disk is almost full and I'm like I know I've deleted everything what do you want it actually from just, me it actually just popped up a second ago yeah, so. oh my gosh that's so funny you know um I have a friend who she just started a YouTube channel too and she literally was like I've never edited one video in my entire life and she started with Final Cut. And I was like, you are brave. Honestly, I the only reason that I'm even comfortable with iMovie is because I edited videos like for my high school. And I only did that for like one year of my high school career. And I'm still, I mean, you can do a lot more with iMovie, I'm learning, than I originally found out. But I feel like once we make the jump to Final Cut Pro, it will be like it's a huge, it's a huge change. Final Cut is, I mean, that's what I use. Like I'm, I'm extremely, I've been using Final Cut for like eight years now. And it's just, it's one of those things where once you learn it, it's like a bike, like just riding a bike. You just can yeah. never forget it, you know, but iMovie is a great start, but yeah. So you guys are kind of in like the beginning phases of your YouTube channel and all that stuff. You have some, <laughs> some stockpiled content that you're going to post. I like that. Um, but you guys, let me tell, tell me a little bit about your, your website. I know we've worked a little bit on this, Ryan, 
Um, I want the people to know about your amazing brand. <laughs> yeah. So um, I own like a travel agency or travel website essentially called Bucket List Trips, um, where I plan vacations or trips or travels or whatever you want to call it for people. Um, I try to, I don't have any like specific prices that you have to pay. They're all custom to the person. The trip is all custom. Um, I, they're all really different. Um, I haven't had one single trip that's been anywhere remotely similar other than the fact that the people want to go places. Um, and so that's been really interesting because it's not only helped like put different content on my website or Instagram page, but also helped me learn different places um, that I haven't always thought of in conjunction with their, um, I guess not really demands or their wants are. Um, and so I get them to fill out a survey and based on that survey, I either surprise them with the place, which we were going to try to do with you. I know. Uh, it was a coronavirus so COVID. Uh, oh man. I remember when so good. You were dropping those hints and I'm like, well, I, know, I wasn't going to tell you anything. And then we started like this kind of all started unraveling. And I was like, I, I've kind of got to tell him because I, I can't really send him to uh, South Korea with like the world shutting down. Right. Uh, so that would have been awesome. But um, yeah, I've, I've, you know, I've planned a few here and there. Um, I've got a couple that I'm working on right now, which is kind of interesting. Um, I honestly didn't think people. Even during be, COVID? Uh, yeah. So, well, it's in the, they're in the future. Oh, okay, um, cool. A few months. Um, but I honestly didn't expect anything for a while uh, just because I, I felt like a lot of people would, or most people would be nervous about the whole traveling thing. Um, but most, the two that I'm working on are like almost at the end of this year anyway. So, you know, I guess people are being a little more optimistic in the future. So, yeah. and I'm letting, you know, I'm letting everybody know the risk of you might have to reschedule this, but. Right. At least it's possible for them to reschedule. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. pretty easily actually. So um, okay. hopefully all that will work out, but that's, that's kind of what my website is. That's so awesome. I know your, your concept is so good. When I filled out the survey, I literally thought to myself, how did he think of all these questions? Oh, like, it took a long time. Yeah. We tweaked it. We went through, I, I couldn't tell you, I wish I knew exactly how many versions we went through of so many. this, like this piece of information is not important or this piece of information is my dad looked at it once and I think we initially had people's um, like birthday on the initial survey or something like uh -huh. that. And he mentioned that that may not be the best thing to like, you know, some people may not want to just go out and say, Hey, I'm this age. And I didn't really think about it. Cause I was like, I need that information to, to book, book a flights. flight. Um, right. But he said that may initially turn people off. And then after, you know, they've already booked or something, then you can always ask them for that information. So little tweaks like that. Um, we kind of yeah. went through in the first couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's, it's pretty it's in depth. Very comprehensive, yeah, yeah. It gets me enough information to get people at least get started on the process. And uh, I like, I like how it organizes all the content when it sends it to me through an email. So that's right. useful. You guys have, you've literally thought of everything for like a travel itinerary. And I think that once, you know, the whole pandemic and everything is kind of settled down and travel picks up again, like it'll, it's going to take off. How, how long did it take you to make it? Like the um, website? Uh, well, I actually hired a company to kind of help me with 
most of that. So they did it in about, I think it was like a month and a half or two months. Oh, it's not bad. Yeah. Getting everything up. No, it was really nice. Like, cause we had, we like the whole concept and the idea of everything is Ryan's, but like we were kind of talking through like design ideas and like what we wanted the flow to be. And it was really nice because none, like neither of us have any experience in website design or yeah. anything like that. So it was really nice to be able to hand it off to someone that we trusted and, yeah. and they, you know, probably weren't happy with the amount of times that I was like, actually, can we move this over here? And can we put this yeah. there? And actually, but I mean, it but was, I mean, that's what we yeah. were, that's what we kind of hired them for. Yeah. They were, they, you know, told me that up front. And so, yeah, I guess it kind of seemed like we were being nitpicky, but we wanted the product and the end results is something that we didn't really ever have to change. Yeah. Uh, and so we, probably maybe two to three months I, I guess yeah um it felt like a pretty quick process yeah. because we would just we were just kind of waiting at that point yeah okay that's pretty cool I see I like my website has similar services even though they're actually mm -hmm. you know I have like uh, an award booking service where I mm -hmm. help people book award trips and do itinerary planning and stuff but it's definitely not as um in depth or surprise worthy as your guys is yeah. Yeah. so cool um but i i completely wrote everything like myself and it was I it took I would, me I would, I would do that for sure yeah that would have been awesome but i commend you for that yeah props, thanks props, because... it took me so long like a long time i started for like i'd worked on it for a couple like two or three weeks and i was like i'm not making any progress to what i want this to ultimately be so let's just bite the bullet let's Hey, let's see how much it's going to yeah. cost. If it's too much, then I'll learn. But it wasn't an outrageous amount. And I just That's good. I had to it and go ahead and go through with it. Um, but yeah, props to you for doing that, man. That was, yeah, thinking, thanks. I'll still be working on the website. <laughs> thanks. No, I, I just kind of like broke down at one point and I was like, I have to do this because if I don't, I feel like I'm going to fail myself. And when I right. finished the website, I was like, this is probably one of the coolest things I've ever made. So, yeah. It felt really cool, um, but honestly, yeah. Squarespace is like the way to go. Like that, like I don't know if they'll ever like sponsor this podcast. <laughs> but, Squarespace, please, if you're listening, if you want an easy website, go to Squarespace.com. No, um, right. Hashtag seat when travels. No, they uh, they made it super simple, and I have like e-commerce built in, and my email runs through them, and everything. It was just like one-stop shop, but um yeah that was like something i was wanted to ask you like how did you get this website to look so good and how did it t like not take you that long <laughs> like it looks so good yeah, I, there are people who know what yeah, the heck they're doing yeah, heck yeah um but they, and then they had like suggestions which i would not have thought of to how to get the uh the format that i used for the survey i essentially just sent them the questions and they there were um different formats that we could choose from based on how i wanted to receive the information through my email and so okay. they were the actual one that found the system that uh, links the survey online and oh, yeah. formats it into a, like a pretty much a PDF sent to me through an email. And we, I think we only tried like two and I was like, I, we might be able to find one better than the second one, but that one is super easy and super easy to understand. So I, I went with that and was super, you know, super pumped about it. Yeah, I think we talked about that once. Um, yeah, when you, I think when you were filling out your survey for the 
um, trip, or maybe it was one before you were just testing it out. I think, I think that's where we talked about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's so nice to have like such a comprehensive survey in that format, because then like the next, the first email that the person gets from Ryan is like essentially their trip planned out. Yeah. Like right. it, it's I love not that. a long process after that at all. That's so cool. It's basically just like all there, like ready to go. Because I have mine set up through Google Forms. So right. um, when you fill one out, it goes, everything goes out into like an Excel spreadsheet for me. So it's like a dedicated Excel spreadsheet per person, which is actually really nice. Um, yeah. And then it's, I have the same thing like with my newsletter and like everything else on the back end of my website is all Google powered. So Google's nice, but it's definitely not like you get what you pay for kind of it's well, yeah. yeah but but i use google forms all, all the time yeah. yeah it's kind of a new thing for me but i'm i definitely enjoy it. i think it made my life a little bit easier rather than having to go through like a third party but um so what this podcast i'm gonna i'm actually gonna title it is like preparing for a long-term full-time trip <laughs> that's what we thought yeah and i figured you guys would want to talk about it i don't know if you do but yeah. okay cool so i first question for you guys is are you ready to go <laughs> like are you guys ready to leave um, like preparedness wise like mentally like are you wanting to go mentally let's get out of here right now yeah let's go like yeah. all of the aspects no um financially we we haven't hit our butt you know hit our goal yet um we're like still right on track, which is super great. Um, yeah. I think if you would have asked me this um, around spring break time, like in March, I probably would have said, no, like I can hold off for a little while. Like I'm good. You have Hawaii. Yeah, we yeah, had we, just gotten back from yeah. Disney World. I was like, I'm cool. And now, no, get no. me out of this yeah. house. I, I know, mean, right? At the time of spring break, we had Hawaii coming up in May. We still have Amsterdam, Belgium, or Amsterdam, Brussels, and potentially Luxembourg over like Thanksgiving week, uh, and then we were gonna go to Canada over next spring break week. So like we had all of these trips like lined up before we even left for long term travel. Yeah. And now it's just like hit the pause button. Um, but yeah, we're we're ready I, to go. I like, feel your pain, guys. Not here fast enough. Yeah, I, today I heard that uh, Thailand is opening up on July 1st. Let's, well, go. let's go. To and I was like, let's go. <laughs> Round them up. When I found out, found out that Iceland was opening up June 15th, I looked at flights immediately. Yeah, we Me too. They were so much more expensive than when we went. So expensive. Like, the cheapest one I could find out of Atlanta was like $850 round trip. and Atlanta? It, yeah. Oh my gosh! You, they're not that expensive out of Atlanta usually, are they? No, it's usually like that's like four fifty or yeah. yeah. So we went to Iceland and it was like four hundred dollars to get yeah. from this to New York to New York to Iceland and back. That is nuts. So, yeah, because I, 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 I was checking out of LA and because usually out of LA it's like six hundred, seven hundred bucks, which is pretty yeah. reasonable. Yeah. And it was like fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah, the next, the next. Oh, it's a no go. Yeah, the next cheapest one out of Atlanta that I saw was like seventeen hundred. And oh my god, that's insane! I changed my mind about going back to Iceland real quick. Yeah, no way, it's not worth it. I was still like, I mean, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I could go. (laughs) 
it's like we didn't spend any money on any other trips so maybe we could go on this one exactly yeah, so yeah. all my Amazon packages sitting in the corner right same same <laughs> But no money during I totally feel that. No, I was, I saw that uh, Thailand was opening and I couldn't get to Google flights fast enough. I was like, how much does it cost? It's like 850 in August right now around trip to Bangkok. And I'm like, that's not terrible. It's not bad. I, do it. I feel like you could find one cheaper in normal circumstances, but yeah, you can, but like 850 in a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down place that you can go right now right but like that's it so they're and um i don't know if you guys heard about this but they're doing this new thing in asia so this is going to be like the asia standard is they're doing travel bubbles so it i was like i don't know what that is it sounds weird um when you go to certain places it's kind of like how it's going to be in Reykjavik in iceland is you go to your airport you stay in a hotel for like a couple days so that way they make sure you're not covid positive and then they transport you to a bubble, meaning you can go to a city where it's safe. Okay. So like you can only stay in Bangkok or you can only stay in Chiang Mai. You can't like leave. You have to be escorted. So, so how long is that going to go on? They don't, they don't know. That's going to be probably the new normal for a while. Yeah. Man, I hope the new normal changes before we leave next year. Yeah. Because uh, we've, We've got some major we plans got some jumping that, to do. that would be majorly changed um, if, if that didn't I mean, that didn't change. I mean, seemingly, if, I don't know. The, yeah, I think Asian travel is definitely going to be different for a while. And I, it, it kind of makes me wish that we would have gotten there sooner. But, I mean, there's nothing we can do about it yeah, now. So. Yeah, and it's not going anywhere. Like, you guys will be able right. to go, but it does mm-hmm. suck, especially if you guys are planning your long-term travel. Like, that yes. is... It's, it makes it very... Because before all this, um, we had, like, a full-on tentative schedule where we were going to be every... Basically, every day that we were gone. And, like, of course, we knew that that has potential to change on a whim, even while we're gone. But... yeah even now it's so much more up in there. It's like, we didn't even do anything in the first place. That is yeah. so crazy. It's just like, you guys, I know, I know you guys have both been working on this for so long and now it's just kind of like, well, what's going to happen, you know? But um, other than like the pandemic and everything, how have you guys been preparing? Like, I know you said financially, you guys have a plan. And then are you guys like planning on, do you guys own a house or rent a house? So we actually just bought a house in November. Okay, um, congratulations. Thank you, yes. It was um, um, not intentional. We, we were going what? to, we, we, <laughs> we didn't buy the house because we found a good deal, but we were not planning on buying the house until we got back from the long-term travel. So right. we were renting and then the owners of the rental property that we were staying in sold it. We had essentially 30 days to move out. Um, and at that point it really was a crunch time decision. We could have either moved into a really cheap and crappy one bedroom apartment for a year and tried to save as much as we could. Um, which would have meant getting rid of a lot of our stuff because we were in like a two bed, two bath, like house, house essentially that we were renting or we could try to find a house that we could purchase and um and not go over budget yeah we ended up finding one that the mortgage is like even less than an apartment 
payment would be perks of living in the South. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, we, we bought a house, um, with the intention of when we travel to rent it out fully furnished. Oh, sweet. That's yeah. so smart. There's yeah. a, um, a medical school close to us, like in the same town, uh, within like 20 minutes and, um, a dental school and occupational and physical therapy. So there are students like constantly in. coming in. That's like so, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully that will all work out. Um, because we can, we don't necessarily really want to make any money on our property while we're gone for the year. We just want, we just to don't, to don't want to lose mortgage. money. Yeah. yeah. We would easily be the like nicest slash cheapest, mo most affordable. Landlords you know. that you will ever yeah. have. Uh, yeah. We'll be on the other side of the country. So I guess you wouldn't have to worry about it. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's, that's so that cool. Plan. Um, we're still working the house financially. is kind of the only like potential hang up other than yeah. that like we're gonna just pick up and leave basically yeah. it sounds so easy I mean I'm, there's a lot it's of the dream it, yeah yeah it's um see I think yeah. if, if I were to leave on like a, a full-time travel gig and just pick up and go it would be really difficult to just do that and feel like I'm not forgetting something yeah. I cannot stress to you enough how <laughs> anxious I am about living out of the suitcase. I, so I also am like very close with my family and like that is also one thing. I am too. Oh no, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. But Ryan also is like, let's just go. And I'm like, yeah. but my mommy. Yeah. Um, yeah I just so know that like we've got one time, like one potentially, really maybe just one year to potentially do this um, before we wanted to like start having a family. And so, like, this is our chance, and this is, like, when we need to do it, and this, we'll have these memories forever. Um, so, like, let's no, not hold back. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. Let me get to my point. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, so I'm, like, already planning. I'm, like, okay, Mom, like, when are you coming to see me? Because you're going to have to bring me some new clothes. Yeah. So, like, I, you know, Lizzie McGuire outfit repeater, that's going to be me <laughs> for a whole travel year, and I don't know if I can handle it. Oh, no. Going back to the schedule that we had already like made before COVID kind of shut down everything, we really wanted to have the schedule for, I guess, our own peace of mind so we could kind of know where we were going, but to also give our friends and family and say like, hey, we know that, you know, you might have mentioned you wanted to go to this place. We're going to be there. Y'all can come. Huh? We can split the cost. That's of really smart. And now we've traveled international more, so you may not feel as comfortable and these places so now we're like teaming up together so you know give people like the freedom to come and be with us as yeah. well as that would also be really nice to spend time with our friends and family and other parts of the world yeah my favorite thing about traveling is just like experiencing it with people that you love and so like I just like imagining being with my friends in Greece like <laughs> it's just like the best I mean it would be the best if it was just me manifesting it it's just love like right here but yeah, like it just having more people and like, I don't know. It's just, I love group trips. I think they're super fun. Yeah, me too. And, and that was, that kind of like leads me to my next question is you guys are planning on continuing to vlog and run your business and everything while you're gone, right? For sure. Yeah, for the most part. Um, hopefully okay. everything will run smooth, uh, smoothly with all of that. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the plan. I'm um, 
like I said, I'm trying to get a new computer. I'm trying to up my technology game before we leave. Um, and then just, yeah, the whole um, bucket list trips can be run completely remote. Remotely. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you don't do you guys think what? that like ever a uh, part of bucket list trips might ever be like hosting group trips? So it's very funny that you say that. I we okay we went to Iceland last year and among other places but Iceland is one of the coolest places I guess no pun intended based on the weather but uh, like that we've ever been and I just, I just I we got back and we like immediately started looking at flights to go back ourselves just because like how much fun it was yeah but we also had friends meet us there just just to but getting to be with that place like Shelby said was so much fun I think that would be the coolest place to lead a group trip it would like I've looked at I've found an Airbnb that can host 14 people and it's like super nice there's a pool in the back and we could rent uh, like a sprinter van that has seats and I mean I've looked into it all and I think that That's would be so cool super, super awesome um, and I don't know if I I may have mentioned this to you before I don't I don't remember but I, I just think that part would be super cool if I could find 10 to 12 people that would be interested in doing that for, you know, just one time. Yeah. And then have that core group of people maybe want to come back every year, but they could also spread the word of like, Oh, that was pretty fun. Like be like brand ambassadors kind of. Yeah. And so I, I don't know. Iceland to me right now would be a very easy place to do it as like the first option because you're not really dealing with a whole lot of like crowds um, the driving and the scenery and everything would be super easy to navigate. There's essentially just one road around the whole country. Um, I mean, really. It's like Hawaii. Uh, and yeah. we know, like, for a fact that it is unbelievably fun. It's just so beautiful. And the fact that it's, I guess right now it's big touristy just because of the Blue Lagoon, but that's not even the main bump the blue lagoon. Yeah, that's not We're even going the, somewhere else. Yeah, that's not even like the main part of it. I, I mean, I that. would go back to the blue lagoon for sure, but there were five things in uh, that I can think of off my head right now that I liked more than going to the blue lagoon. And yeah. So, and they're on my TikTok. Oh <laughs> wait. TikTok famous now. I was gonna ask you about that. I totally forgot. You, how many views are on that TikTok? Let's look. Um, Isn't it like millions? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's so, up there. Okay. Yeah, so we, Ryan, Ryan, and it's all, this is what I keep saying. Ryan comes up with all these nutso ideas, and, like, I'm just the go-along. I'm, yeah. I'm the passenger seat. I'm like, yeah, sure, we'll do it. So he's like, let's paint a map of the world on, on the wall. Like, since we bought this house, like, let's paint a map yeah. of the world. Yeah. Forward the make, a, make a large scratch-off map. Yeah. And I'm like, cool, great, we'll do it. We're in Why quarantine. Not? Like, and so then I'm like, well, I'm not going to do all this and like not have anybody see it. So I'm going to time lapse it. And so I time lapsed it and put it on TikTok. And the first, I had to break it up into parts because I'm not trying to do all that in one day. Um, and the first one has 5.3 million views. Oh my gosh. They go steadily down from there. Yeah. But 5.3 million. TikTok. Yeah, I mean, the first one like actually went like likes. legit viral. Like I woke up and I was like, what have we done? Well, I yeah, did. I, mean, I I told you I saw it on my for you page. Yes. Yeah, I was like, like we didn't talk about it. No, Wait, I would sell it to my friends be like, is this you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, is, 
I know them. What? This is weird. But it was very strange. It went from like 3,000 views to like 15,000 views in like an hour. And we were like, whoa, that's, that's cool. And then it went from like 15,000 to like 100,000 in like three hours. And we we're like, whoa. And then it went from like 100,000 to 1.5 million overnight. And then it went from like 1.5 million to 5 million the next day. And it was just like, what stop. is happening? And yeah, as I posted the next two parts, like finishing it off, the original one like kept gaining more traction and since yeah. it was the original one that went viral, it was just crazy. So I've been trying to figure out like what my future with TikTok is. Um, I mean, hello, like how many followers did you get from it? Um, so I started with like, well, no, I started with like 10, um, all <laughs> friends. But then from the first video, I got like 130,000. I'm now down to like 112, which is sad. That's okay. Because they don't need my content anymore. But um, Holy crap. Tagged me yeah, it's so my, many people. Yeah, I'm an influencer. <laughs> FYI. <Gosh>. No. Um, <laughs> the, TikToker <laughs> over here. Tagged yeah. me in their, um, like their videos of them painting on their walls. And I'm like, I love it. Oh my gosh. And they're like, I can't believe you commented. And I'm like, I'm a 25-year-old who lives in Mississippi. Why do you care that I commented on your yeah oh my gosh it was so weird to go through that i guess it was like a three four day stretch of like something new i mean there's so many millions of people watching this video yeah and like we didn't even tell you about this and then you found out about it yeah i just it was it was fascinating i think i texted you and i was just like uh is this you guys hello this is bizarre it was it was one of the weirdest things but it was so cool like you guys just it was cool not gonna lie i don't think internet fame is for me (laughs) i was like riddled with anxiety laying in bed and i was like ryan what are we gonna post after these three videos i was like i have to keep my people entertained that's the anxiety i know the feeling like after I posted that video from the Kara and Nate party. Like it got like 30,000 views in like one day. Yeah. And for YouTube, I was like, Oh my God, that's a lot. Like that's scary. We're going from like nothing to that. I was like, Oh my God. And then I gained like a thousand subscribers super quickly and everything. And then I was like, well, what do I do now? Like that's, that's the pressure I've realized. Yep. It's not like, you know, hardly ever thinking about what you just put out there. It's like, what, what now? it's what's next. And I think a lot of people struggle with that with their like content because it's hard to figure out what the audience wants and like how to keep it going, especially on things like TikTok and YouTube. Yeah. Because well, TikTok's hard because I feel like you post one thing and then people forget about you. And I'm like, yeah, well, and that's why I think I was more comfortable with like TikTok versus going like Instagram or YouTube famous because people like I am scrolling through my for you page like (laughs) for way too long admittedly. Same. Like I don't remember half of the stuff that I see. And so that gives me comfort to know that people are not thinking about me as much as I'm thinking about me. Um, I know, but I think there's a lot of kids too. A lot of kids on TikTok and they, they eat that up. They really do. They love it. Freaking 12 year olds commenting on my posts. Like, the because I posted a few since then, and like I just posted like our top five things, like that we did in Iceland. And because I've just decided now that I this is a travel to TikTok, yeah, Sorry. It, <laughs> yeah, it is what hello, it is. 
And um, that's what got us here to our fame. Yeah. <laughs> Painting a map on the wall. And like all these yeah. like people will come in and they're like, first, like, can you say hi to me? Like, it's my birthday. And I'm like, I like go to their page and it's like literally a 12 year old like doing the savage dance. And I'm like, he danced girl. And she's like, <gasps> oh my God, you commented back. <laughs> That's so no, I I posted like a YouTube video a couple of months ago, and somebody commented first, and I was like, oh. "Love that!" that I was like, "That's when that's when you know." And I was like, "Is this a joke or is this real?" <laughs> <laughs> you guys are screwing with me now. So, I want to know about this. Is like the questions I ask everybody who comes on here. So I've already done two podcasts in like yeah. person. I'm excited to listen. But um, so these are questions that like I ask everyone, uh, okay. and you guys can answer them either together or individually. But okay. <laughs> are they like quick fire? Questions? Oh yeah, is it rapid fire? No, kind of, kind of. We love uh, the game show. So we like games. <laughs> Welcome to Seat When A Travels the Game Show. <laughs> I wish. That'd be amazing. Um, okay, so what are your top three countries you have ever been to ever? Um, yeah, you go first. Uh, so if you've listened to the first half, it doesn't seem like a huge surprise that Iceland is number one. Okay. Uh, so I would say, oh, Iceland, Italy, Japan. Ooh, good choice. I love Japan. See, I knew you were going to do that. And, okay, so. We've also mostly only been to Europe right now, so. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm 100% sure that I'm going to absolutely love the Asian countries that yeah. I go to. However, right now, you will not be included on the list. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> okay. The UK is number one for me. Yeah. I would live there in a heartbeat. I, I was just going to say that. I would literally live there. And I think that's why I love it so much is because I can actually see myself there. I Same. love it. I, it's amazing. London is incredible. <laughs> yes. I could just cry a little bit. The, Same. While you're thinking of your other two. No, I have them. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> my, second, my second one is Ireland. Um, we did not get to spend as much time there as I wanted. Um, it's, it is because I'm a ginger, but it's also just so beautiful. And like Irish culture is very fascinating to me for some reason. Like I've never been like, there. I just feel like they're very like carefree and very intense at the same time, which is very much yeah. like my <laughs> That's um, funny. That's like literally perfectly describes how Irish people are like very carefree, but very intense, like loves to drink beer excessively. Yeah, like. um, I wish, I, and I, I do want to go back to Ireland at some point, but it was, it was awesome when we went, and then um, I was also going to say Iceland was my third for sure. It's just Dang. like, if you love nature, Iceland and Ireland truly can't be beat out for yeah. their... At least for the places that we've been to. So right, and of yeah. course, you know, Italy, France, Spain, all amazing. Well, okay, hitting gem that we have been to i did not expect to love portugal as much as i did yes yeah i had a trip planned to lisbon for april and i didn't go i remember you saying that yeah i loved it so much yeah it was last year we went to five countries over the course of a little over a month 
And honestly, Portugal was the one that I was like, I was excited about it, but it was like the least, we didn't have any like events or festivals or anything planned in Portugal. And we ended up having a canceled flight heading to Portugal. So that kind of put a bummer on it, Um, but it actually worked out. Um, But anyway, like that was like she said, a hidden gem. I mean, it was, I would love to go back to Lisbon. Did you go to Lisbon or did you go to, what's the other? We were just in Lisbon. We had a flight canceled. So that took about a day and a half off of our. Gotcha. It looks beautiful. And it looks like the food culture is incredible too. Like, Oh, I don't know if I'm going to mispronounce it, but pastes donata or pastel donata. They're like, pastel donata. I know what you're talking about. The egg the Portuguese custard, custard oh, tarts. Yes, man. Yes, they had those under yeah. custard tarts. Yeah, since we yeah. were in quarantine, we cooked for our anniversary this year, and that was the dessert that we chose to make. And I love it. They were gone quickly. Oh yeah. <laughs> I actually, I think I was watching Lost LeBlanc's vlog of when he yeah. went there. And I was like, what are those? Those look incredible. I had one, the hotel that we stayed at had them every day for breakfast. Now they were not the best ones at, that we had had the whole time we were there, but I had at least one, for, I had one for every meal pretty much. So I, we were there. Yeah, for like, it averaged out for at least one meal. Yeah. And yeah. then we would like see these random like shops that were like, you know, custard tar shops. And I was like, look, this is just a quick walk over there. We can just walk and they over were there. Super yeah, cheap. Yeah, so, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure they were dirt cheap because actually in, uh, in Japan, when did you go to Japan, Ryan? How long ago was that? So we both went. We went in twenty. Oh, you guys both uh, went. Yeah, twenty sixteen. Okay. Yeah. yeah, actually, I went in twenty sixteen too. Uh, I they had those. <laughs> probably. In May, were you there in May? I was there in June. Oh uh, well, same. close enough. Tokyo <laughs> Disney was a blast. Um, okay. So there's this place right outside of Tokyo Disneyland, and they have. They're like the thing, like the pastel donatas, like the little like custards, but they're like fluffy something. I don't know. But I remember eating those in Japan and then seeing that on the vlog and I was like, are those the same thing? But those are amazing. So I'm assuming Portugal was way better because it was was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that sounds amazing. Um, Okay. So next question. What are the three things you will never travel without when flying on a long haul flight? Like, what do you always bring with you? Like, make sure that you have when you're on a like a long trip. Headphones, a good pair of headphones, one hundred percent. My iPad because we can watch net, we can download Netflix shows and just watch that straight through. Um, I, I am a pretty light sleeper, but I also get very, very messed up like very easily with like time changes and stuff. And so I have to keep my body on the same time schedule I'm going to be on. So like an eye mask and earplugs is like a hundred percent essential for me. Basically on every trip that we've gone on for the first day, at least like I'm just nauseous the whole time just really? because I can't get adjusted. It's crazy. And it, if it's a huge time change. Yeah, yeah. Not if we go like to like probably it won't happen when we go to Hawaii or anything like that. But like when we went to Japan, I was sick for a couple of days and just like yeah. couldn't really eat anything. Like it's hard up in the restaurant or in the bathroom of a Japanese restaurant. They probably were not very happy with me. Like stupid American. I was like, yeah, I am a stupid American. I'm very sorry. Um, 
So yeah, anything that can help it on that same note, dream me. Oh, I need yep. something that's gonna <laughs> something that's gonna do the job. For me. I I know that feeling too. Like when I uh, went to Europe, I think I was jet lagged the entire time. Like I woke up at the weirdest times, and then when I got home, I was jet lagged for like three weeks. Is that? Yeah. Oh my god. Coming home is almost worse. It is because then you're just like, I don't have to be, well, you know, work, but you're not like, I don't have to be up to like go see a new city or like go eat a delicious meal. It's like, I'm home and I have to go to work now. Yeah. And it sucks. (laughs) So, like, in a beautiful place. You don't really require a lot, I feel like, on a long flight. You just, uh, a meal and some headphones for you, I would say. Uh, I've, we're gonna for sure need this. I had a pair of compression socks to wear when we went to Japan. Those are the bomb. We got to put them on on the way back, and my calves were swollen yep. for like over a week. So compression really? socks <laughs> for a week. It was a long. I mean, not like fully, but they would go down to where oh. the. It it did not my the back of my leg looked weird. <laughs> That sucks. Yeah. No, I find to like Asia or Singapore, those are like required. Yeah, I, I messed I wore them there and messed I think I put them in my checked bag on the way back. Uh-oh. And we flew with Delta, so they, I think they pretty much give you a checked bag. And so normally we carry on everything, but um, I think I put them in there. I was, I mean, I was looking all over my backpack when we were loading that plane and I should have just bought another pair while in somewhere in the airport. <laughs> they're so necessary. Like it's almost like a satisfying numbness when you wear them too, because they're so tight. Yeah. But they're a lifesaver. I, I know that feeling like after flying like for 17 hours or whatever, it's like wow. Yeah. Because if you don't, you feel awful. Especially yeah. if you're in economy and like in the back of the bus. Just- oh yeah. I did see this thing on Amazon recently. Um and it's like a footrest for a plane and you like hang it up and you like hang your feet in it so i saw that too it's like a bassinet for your feet yes yeah so i want to get that for our next long haul flight just as like a little glimmer of luxury (laughs) in the in the yeah (laughs) yeah and then if hopefully one day you guys get the magical surprise business class upgrade oh let me tell you i can't wait i will be like just pass out from excitement oh yeah because you like okay in our our food tour vlog we had like at the beginning it was like a little bit of a travel day and we stayed in an actual hotel when we got to berlin because we were usually like in rented rooms and airbnbs or like in well we don't stay in hostels often but i mean we would um and so we got like an actual hotel room and we got upgraded and it was like a normal hotel room in America, but when we walked in, I was like, this is the nicest thing I've ever seen. We got an upgrade. It was like, I mean, it had, so, there was a living room in it. It was like, <laughs> oh, that's pretty big for for Europe. Yeah. Oh, it was huge. It was. And just like any small luxuries while you're traveling for a long time, it's like, Amazing. they could have given me like an extra roll of toilet paper and I've been like, my deepest gratitude to you, sir. <laughs> Like, Thank I you so much. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel with like the amenity kits when they give them to you in like economy. I'm like, oh, what did I do to deserve this? Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did I do? But yeah, that like that feeling of getting an upgrade or like getting bumped to business or first class is just like, 
oh my gosh, praise whoever just did this because right. I needed this. It comes at the right moment for sure. Um, okay, so this is my most important question. Oh. What is your, the absolute best thing you have eaten abroad? Like that you can remember. Oh, this is easy. Yeah, the fermented shark. <laughs> was that in Japan? Uh, no, that was in Iceland. What? It's very That much was also like... a joke. Uh, that was, it was very hard. <laughs> no, we did eat it. It was not a joke. We ate it. It was not the best thing I've eaten for sure. So um, the fermented shark thing is mostly like a tourist trap, but like, of course, we, hello. We were trapped. Yeah, but, we're, uh, trapped. we're in it. We were eating yeah. the fermented shark. Well, yeah. Watching us like all across the restaurants. I was like, mm -hmm. But the, the waitress was really nice about it. And she asked like how I thought it tasted. And I was like, I don't really know. She said, the guy the other day said it was like sweaty socks. And I was like, that's it. That's uh, what it tasted like. And she, like, she was super nice about it. She knows that like, Icelanders, Icelandic people don't just like come you. In there. Yeah, you don't. It's like a yeah. joke. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's think. Gosh. I would say I think that Spain has my favorite food culture, and like I would say, like cons I consistently the best food in Spain. Um, the best food. The best food in, in Spain. Spain. Okay. Like yeah. I had the best food that I okay. had in Spain, probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know that those churros with chocolate. Oh my gosh! Oh. I am also very much the sweets person. Yeah. I mean, we both love sweets, but I could not eat another savory thing in my life and be just fine with it. So <laughs> I'm not really gonna focus on like the pasta, the pizza. I mean, yeah, that's all great. Amazing. Car, but give me some ice cream. Yeah. That's funny because the person in my last podcast said the churros and chocolate from Spain. It's so. They were really good. So good. good. Yeah. yeah. I will say and we've already talked about it a little bit. You just walk around Sagrada Familia and you're just having the best time of your whole life. And yeah, I will say the Portuguese custard tart was, is like my number one non-chocolate or ice cream dessert. <laughs> I know that's very specific, but it was so good, and I didn't really expect to like it as much as I did. Um, I also like paella in Spain. Paella. I so, love that was paella. Really good. And um, Ryan, okay, so the we went to Europe for our honeymoon, and that was really the first time that we had ever been like. Are you what? about to tell how much I ate gelato? Yeah, I am <laughs> going to talk about that. So don't I be embarrassed. Like, it's okay. <laughs> a spiritual experience with the gelato in I, Italy. I had and never no had no lie, no lie, it is wonderful. Yeah. And we did eat it at least once a day. Mm -hmm. One day we ate it for all three meals. Yeah, there was a place. Or all three, but yeah. in addition so there was a place yeah. we stayed in Venice uh, for a few days that's also like one of my favorite cities we've ever been uh, I love the boats shout out to Venice <laughs> yeah I, I love the way that they transport uh, people but there was a place that was close to the Airbnb that we were staying in and they would open every day at like nine or ten o'clock now if anybody's ever been to Venice most places open at like 10 a.m. or maybe later, and then they close at like 6 p.m. Yeah, like the place that we were in, everything was completely closed. So if you did not eat before that, you don't. You not don't eat, or there's like yeah. So we we had a late start one morning. We walked past this place. We got gelato there. We went to like another like a 
Doja's Palace, maybe, I think is what it's called. Um, I probably, that's probably not the right name, but there was a gelato place over there. And then we had it on the way back at the same place that we got it from that morning. And the same lady was there. And I felt like she was judging me real hard. Um, but yeah, was- since you guys can't see us, we don't actually weigh 600 pounds. We <laughs> yeah, go check out their Instagram. They don't weigh 600 pounds. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that day was... It was just, it was great. It was just a revolution that gelato is now in my life. And I, I absolutely, revelation, not a revolution. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. If you want good food culture, Spain, I love a tapas. Yeah. I love a tapas too. Yeah, it's, it's just so, so fun. Paella is so good though. Like if you want to talk about Spanish culture with food is like those churros and the paella end of story. Like they're just the so That's good. It. That's the perfect meal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it's locked in now. So that's your best meals until you guys go like to Asia yeah, and then you're going to say I'm, completely different things. I'm fully expecting everything I just said to be wiped out. Yeah. Yep. We, we are big fans of Asian food. Oh yeah. yeah. And the food, like you guys are planning on going to Singapore for like a couple days, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you go to Singapore, the hawker stations is like the place to go. Cause you can get, like a massive plate of food for like two bucks. That's what I'm talking about. So like, that's, what I want. that's what I'm excited about. I'm ready yeah. to go to a place that gives me a great portion <laughs> for very little amount of money. And instead of giving me a normal portion for a lot of money. Don't like where we live now. European culture. <laughs> I love like, them. I mean, yeah, America is that way too, though. That's, yeah, that's yeah. also what America is as well. But yeah. I'm so excited to go to Vietnam and get a bond me for like a dollar or less or less yeah but yeah still like but like for me i would be like how can i even control myself at that point like spending like a normal amount of money i'd spend in america on food there is like feasting every day yeah so bond me for everyone yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) i wish they'd be like uh we can afford it it's fine thanks (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're getting to the end here. Um, this is how I'm closing out the podcast is with like a little game. Um, okay. It's basically like you can only use three really, really short phrases or three words to describe your absolute craziest travel experience ever. Or, or like your worst experience that you are embarrassing something that's happened okay. to you. Um, can I go? Go ahead. Like I just say my three words. And then you cannot elaborate. Okay. Oh my gosh. Be quiet. German police officer. That's not what I was going to think. Well, that's, that's mine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I have so many questions. Okay. Um, Italian ashtray. No! <laughs> oh my gosh, those are so good. One is like traumatizing and one is just very embarrassing. <laughs> See, now the audience will stay guessing. They're going to want to know in the future. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. That's what I really thought you were going to no, say. No, I thought you were going to say mine. Yeah. Well, that's, that, I love it, though. It's funny. It's very cryptic. Like, <laughs> Italian ashtray. Yeah, well, we can tell you about that. After yeah, we... just text me about it later. I want to know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, well, I guess this is the end. Thank you guys so much for being on here. Thank oh, no you problem. so much for having us. I yes. really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, go ahead and like 
shout out your Instagram, your YouTube and all that. Everybody can follow you. Yeah. So our Instagram is at two bucket listers with the word two spelled out. So T W O. Um, our YouTube channel is just, uh, Ryan and Shelby Reynolds. I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm going to look at that real quick since I'm brand new to YouTube. I don't even know how to promote My myself. travel um, website, uh, at BLTrips on Instagram, and it's BLTrips.com. Um, so just, those are those two. I've confirmed and our YouTube is Ryan and Shelby Reynolds. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I should probably change that seeing as my <laughs> famous name. And yeah. No one's going to be able to find us. <laughs> no, but maybe it'll work. Maybe. People look for Ryan Reynolds and then it's like, oh, wait. This guy makes travel videos. I like it. Yeah, these weirdos that make travel videos. I love it. Well, uh, this is the end. Thank you guys so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Yeah, of course. I hope we can talk soon and you guys, you know, have fun on your trips and everything that you hopefully get to go on soon. Yeah, for sure. All right. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. 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 Bye.